Welcome back to the TK Athletics Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Johnson, Assistant Athletic Director here at the Kings Academy. Alongside me, I got Christian Prosha. Howdy. Who is joining the podcast for the first time. Christian, thank you for joining us. Thank uh, you for having me, Ryan. Of course, of course. I'm glad you could join us. I know you're, he's in swimming right now. Uh, boys and girls swimming doing really well so far this season. And we're going to get to that a little later in the podcast episode where Christian will kind of go over what's going on in the swim world. But we're going to go over, first of all, the Thursday night football. Not a Friday night lights. We had Thursday night lights this week against Lake Worth High at home at Kaylord Stadium. Christian, what's your uh, mindset of that game? Would you would you see? What's some thoughts on it? Well, Ryan, as a person that was lucky enough to be on the field doing photography and videography at the game, I can confidently say that it was a complete Lions dominant effort. It was a total blowout, and um, we got to see a lot of our stars really shine. For sure. I mean, 55-12. That's the final score, and it didn't look good at the beginning. Kind of scary when you get a 70-yard uh, kick return that brought the, the Trojans in uh, Lions territory right off the bat. So that was a little scary, but 55-12, we bounced back. A lot of guys got involved. We had some JV guys in there. Uh, I know Tayo had a really good game. He had two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Will obviously was involved, but we got those JV guys in at halftime. It's always kind of cool to get them those experience really early in the season. Yeah, it's definitely good to see all these uh, young guys who – don't really get a chance to get much uh, playing time on uh, varsity, come out and uh, be able to ball out against a team who uh, we're beating by a lot. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I do feel bad for Lake Worth High. They're going to have some struggles this season. They're um, going to enjoy yes. running some suicides at practice. Yes, yes, some running clocks probably. But it was nice. It was a nice effort. It was a game that we kind of had last second that was added to the schedule because we have two bye weeks. So it was cool that Lake Worth uh, made that trip here. We did have a lightning delay that pushed the game back 30 minutes, so it started at 7 o'clock instead of 6.30. Uh, attendance was still good, which was nice. Uh, nice to see that a lot of people stayed, even though there was rain, there was lightning. It was a Thursday night, which does have issues when it comes to students. So I don't know about you, Christian. Do you have some homework that you had to get done late night, or what What's what went on there? Um, yeah, I got home, and uh, I immediately started studying for uh, my two tests that I had today, and I had to finish an essay. So that was pretty nice, but all in all, it was good. It was a great atmosphere for being a Thursday night. We, It was awesome putting out a red out. So shout out to our two athletic prefects, Margo McFadden and Olivia Othmer, for setting that up. For sure. The fan energy was amazing, and uh, it was really hype. It definitely got our boys through the night because we all know that they were dead tired from having a long day of school and knowing that they have to come back to school bright and early today. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Coach Lee giving them a day off does make sense not having practice on a Friday when you have a game on a Thursday. So probably nice the boys got to go home a little early today. But, yeah, I, I bet that was a tiring night for them for sure. But 55-12, we're 4-1 on the season. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the homecoming game coming up this next week. But let's get into some fall athletics stuff. So That's we're going to gonna get into it. So I'll start with uh, varsity girls and boys golf. So there I have a two-day tournament that they started yesterday. Uh, this is the SFPGA uh, Open, which is in Stewart. And both the girls and boys, different tee times, so they're not at the same time, but they do are bo they're both there today, today and yesterday. The girls actually got rained out yesterday, so they have to make that up. But they're both there now, competing uh, since early this morning. So the boys, let's give a shout out to Brett Carter Allen and Jack Thomas. Both shot a 72, which was a uh, team low and one of the lows in the tournament so far. So big, big stuff from them, and we'll we'll hear more from the girls today as they're competing for the first day. Bowling. So the girls and the boys both beat Benjamin, which is always fun. 
It's always so. a good day when you beat Benjamin. Heck yeah. And I got to go to see one of the bowling matches. I saw the Benjamin competing. They got these Hawaiian shirts, which I thought was really cool. I was like, dang, those are nice. So it's it's it makes it even more sweet when you beat a team that's wearing Hawaiian. So I that's agree. just a thought. I think we should put in an order to uh, get some TKA uh, Hawaiian shirts. But let's make them better because we are better. Yes, yes, we have to. We have to. It's a rivalry even with shirts. So... But our the, florals will be better than yours. Heck yes, heck yes. We'll find a better pattern. We gotta mix it up. Can't do the same thing. We'll do red, white, and blue instead of orange and blue. Shout out to Senior Night. So that will be a red, white, and blue out for the football. So keep that in mind. That's gonna be really cool. So get your USA flags. Get your uh, mix and match colors going. It's gonna be a fun night. So back to bowling though. So the girls are five and zero, undefeated. Um, the boys are four and one at the moment. Mason Shipman actually is our athlete of the week. So it was Boys Bowling's ch opportunity to pick an Athlete of the Week. Mason was the selection for this. Mason is averaging a 164 pins per game so far this season, and he has two season highs of 196, which is pretty incredible. I know he wants to get 200, though, this season, which he'll do. I have full confidence in my main man, Mason Shipman. Uh, what about the girls? I know there's one girl bowl that had bowled over a 190 against Benjamin. Uh, yeah. Did I hear that correctly? Um. During our match against Benjamin, senior Morgan Brintnell, who is um, it's her first season on the bowling team, bowled a 192, which is a personal best for her. So wow. that was really awesome to see because it was awesome being able to watch the uh, Instagram coverage over it and seeing that. Yeah, yeah. It was cool having um, Christian also made that trip. Did you make that trip to the Benjamin or was it different? Uh, I went to uh, – What match was that? He was at a match. I, what was, was, it? I was at a match. <laughs> Morgan's in the I background at, telling us right now. Palm Beach Gardens. There you go, Palm Beach Gardens, the Gators. Who yes. poached UF's uh, logo. All right, we're not going to get into that. They changed it, but, yes, <laughs> they did at one point have the Gators logo. Um, Very UF creative. looked pretty good against Alabama. I'll just say that. Yes, they did. Uh, so I think they deserve to be in the top ten. We'll talk. That's not a segment right now. But, yes, girls and boys bowling, both looking good so far this season. We'll be at some more bowling's match with TK.Hype, so make sure to follow along with that. Cross country. So boys and girls are going to be traveling to the Benjamin Invitational, which is in South County Park. So they'll be coming. Uh, they'll be going there tomorrow morning, bright and early. I have full respect for them, the fact they got to run at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning, the 5K. That's kind of insane. I, I mean, I barely no, wake thank up. You. Yeah, that's a tough. That's tough. So full respect to them, full respect to Coach Mitchell, who gets at – on campus at 5.30 in the morning to get everything ready, get the bus ready to go, make sure the athletes are good, has all the snacks, has all the prep, boom, they go. Uh, so shout out to them. Much respect to them. Just um, make sure you hydrate tomorrow morning. Hydration is key. Stay so. off your legs tonight, cross-country yeah. team. Yeah, you they're, got it. They're kicking back. They're they're chilling on a Friday night. Um, but we do have Avery Fronrath. So shout out Avery Fronrath is the female athlete of the week this week for girls cross-country. Um, she has three top finishes so far this season. She had a third place at the Spanish River Invite, third place at our own TK Invitational, and ninth place at the Vera Beach Invitational. And the cool thing of what Mitch, Coach Mitchell has done this season is every invite we have, every meet, is very competitive. He's not going in a meet that doesn't have many teams. He's not going there to win. He's going there to make sure his athletes are prepared for the end of the season. So a full respect to Coach Mitchell and the tough schedule he has with these meets. So, and Avery has a season low of 1934.30 for a 5K. That's 3.1 miles. Pretty ridiculous. So, That's congrats pretty to awesome. Avery. Yes. Volleyball. So, we beat Benjamin this week. Uh, three sets to zero. They're 9-2 and two on the season, our Lady Lions. Uh, it was a home game. It was a fun, fun game. Christian, I know you were in the student section. How'd that feel there? 
Uh, yeah, the uh, student section was very electric during the game. We um, we were hosting a blackout, so I was all blacked out. I had a nice outfit of black hat all the way down to black shoes. Um, but yeah, as far That's as being, do it right there. as far as out. being in the uh, student section, everybody was hyped. Um, we were we were getting loud. We were being very supportive of our Lady Lions. Shout out to um, everybody that came out and For supported. Sure. Um, it was awesome getting to watch some sweep season. Yeah, yeah. So it was a very impressive win for our ladies. Um, not a, not an easy team, Benjamin. Uh, not at all. They're notoriously pretty good at volleyball, so we know we were going to go and, and have a dogfight. And each set was, I mean, besides the first set, the last two were pretty close. But I know Christy was really, really impressed with uh, their performance, and the crowd was awesome. I uh, love all the students showing up, and especially just in, engulfing in to the blackout. Okay, now they were not only there, but they were they're all blacked out and looking and looking good and, and really loud and having fun with it. And you love to see the the commitment to supporting all of our teams and so really really shout out to that. Um so we got homecoming next week. This is big. This is big. So for podcast fans, the Light Tick Athletics Podcast, we're gonna have a couple episodes next week just totally focusing on homecoming activities and other random things. But we're gonna go quickly into what we got next week. So Monday, first of all, we got the Powder Puff game. Six thirty. Kaylert Stadium. I'll be announcing it, which will be fun. We're going to have some TK hype crew there just getting some video, getting some coverage, getting some social media stuff, and uh, maybe get some interviews as well. We'll see. Junior, seniors, what do we think? Unbiasedly, which you can't because you're a senior. Obviously, going to be a really biased Christian, but I'll send it to you. What do you got there? Um, I, I'm going to be as unbiased as possible, Ryan, because that's the <laughs> way to do media nowadays. Okay, sure. Um. But I think that shout out um, to undisputed, <laughs> so unbiased is that show. But keep going, sorry. Thanks for cutting me off. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what I do. Always. Um, so I think that the uh, juniors and the seniors are going to have a really close game. Um, I know based off of the practices that I have observed, because um, both of their practices take place somewhat near the pool. So as I'm leaving, I get to watch. Um, the coaching staff for both teams is pretty equally matched. It's gonna be, it's definitely gonna be a mastermind um, battle as far as who's gonna um, call up the best plays. Yeah. However, I am a senior, so I'm gonna be um, putting my vote on the uh, senior class to win. Which is a very good prediction. I mean, it would not surprise me just given the fact that. I'm not going to say the word rigged, but i got to say there's definitely a little bit favorite when it comes to the seniors, and I understand it. But uh, I do hope for a good game because it's fun for me personally. Now, hear me out here. It's fun for fun to call close games. Now, do I hope we win by a lot in each football game we play? Yes. In every game we play? Yes. But do I not have more fun when it's close? Yeah. It's the way it is. So I want a close game, Christian, but – We'll see. We'll see what happens. I know, um, obviously, talking to Steven Scroggins, who is one of the coaches for the seniors, and he has helped. He's asked me to help them out a little bit, so I've, I've gotten them flags and stuff and helped them with footballs. And shout out to Dan Stewart, who has been out to every practice so far. And shout out to Steven Scroggins of the uh, Bible Boy Scouts. Bible Boy Scouts. Thank you, Christian. Yes, yes. <laughs> I try to shout that out everywhere I get. Yes, Steven Scroggins, for sure. But uh, the girl, yeah, I mean, I think his game plan and their mindset, Jack Walter as well, who's a TK hype member, who's also a coach. Uh, they seem very focused, so that's going to be fun. Also, the Ultimate Frisbee at halftime, that's going to be also a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Unfortunately, um, this year I can't participate in it, um, in the Ultimate Frisbee, because 
I have uh, county championships later on in the County week. championships. We're going to throw it to you right now, actually. Give us a little insight in the swim program, Christian. I know we got counties next week. How you guys been doing, and what's going on next week? Um, the swim team's been doing very well so far um, going into this, um, going into the midpoint of the season. Uh, the men's team and the boys' team have uh, have had some uh, great performances. Please don't ask me our record because um, I don't know. That's a tough thing in swimming, though, record. It is. So um, it's more performances and how you guys are looking. So I agree. Um, the men's team uh, has been uh, doing very well. We've uh, been able to uh, been led by Coach Zakowski and by Coach Gina Prosha, my mom. Um, shout out to her. Shout out to her, Gina Prosha. She and was on Coach the podcast. Jonathan. And Coach Jonathan, obviously. But we're going to give a special shout out to Gina, who was on our podcast, the second episode, if you want to go check that out. Um, and it's been awesome because I'm a senior now, and I'm one of the uh, uh, leading members on the team uh, behind Josh. And um, it's been awesome being able to step into that leadership role in order to uh, help uh, keep cultivating the culture of uh, not only just our underclassmen boys, but also uh, keeping the girls in line, making sure that they're doing everything right. Because, spoiler alert, our girls are going to have a very bright future ahead yeah, for within sure. the next couple of years. So stay tuned for that. Definitely. Definitely. And we got a lot of new new uh, swimmers add to the team that was already pretty – Pretty strong, and I know talking to both your mom, Gina Prosha, Coach Gina Prosha, and Coach Jonathan Zakowski, they got high hopes. And uh, I know a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of their preparation is more coming down to how we're going to set our swimmers up for success and what events we're going to put them in um, to really have the best chance to win. Because uh, I know there's a lot of very competitive swimming programs in our area, so it's going to be really fun to watch. And we've already had some really cool swim meets at Kings Academy that I got to come. Uh, really view and see some national records, see some cool swimmers, do some cool things. Christian in the 500 almost broke a national record. He was really close to it, and it was a really fun race to watch. So, Thank you. Yeah, and I know you're, you'll be balling at a, the a county championships this week. So, so hey, guys, follow along with your swimmers. Keep keep up with them because they got Monday prelims, Friday finals. So you guys will be scrambling to get back to the homecoming game. What's, what's the likelihood you do that? Uh, I honestly don't know what time final starts. I – I take every meet one session at a time. So um, uh, if it's in the morning, I'm good to go for uh, the homecoming game, and you'll be seeing me blacked out ready for our homecoming game and Heck probably yeah. on the sidelines taking pictures. But um, if finals is in the uh, evening, which I hope it isn't because my boy Josh is on the uh, homecoming court, so I want him to be able to get that experience. Yeah. Yeah, it'll definitely be us uh, scrambling. For sure, for sure. So you, you go from competitive mode and trying to win something to, hey, we got to get the homecoming game. Let's do this. So Josh Josh got to change too, so that's going to be crazy. He, he's going to have to go from a – The man's not going speedo to the, the, the halftime. He's so. going to be going from swimsuit to three-piece suit. Yeah, okay. Pretty good. I like that. Thank you. I like that. Well done there. Well done there. All right, so that's a little bit about our, our all our fall athletics. Um, we're looking to homecoming this week, which we'll definitely have more coverage of. That game will be against St. John Paul. They'll be at home, obviously. Now, St. John Paul, kind of watch some film on them. They could be a tough opponent compared to what you think in the homecoming game is, but they, they are 0-3. Uh, but they had a close game against Port St. Lucie, which is a public school, and usually they have some decent athletes. Westminster Academy, which is a very shocking loss. They lost 33-20. to That's one that really doesn't make sense to me, uh, is that Westminster, because Westminster lost the 
to a team that lost the Glades by a decent amount. And I forget that team because I was looking at it earlier. But shout out to Westminster for beating the odds. Yes, they did beat the odds. So they beat them by 13. So that's the tough one to think about. But in a day and age like this, you never know with injuries. You never know with COVID. So you don't know really what St. What John Paul had there. Is. Exactly. So and then Tampa Catholic, they lost 42 to 10. But Tampa Catholic's also a team that could win a state championship. So that's a commute and a half. So yeah, it's a big commute to go kind of lose. Poor Tampa. Amount. No, but Tampa traveled to oh, St. John Paul. Oh, that's right. You're right. Look at that. Good for Tampa, though. But they got the good outcome. So it's a lot. It's a lot better to go all and, the way back home with a 42 And for those who are tuning into uh, high school football tonight, St. John Paul will be at uh, ben- at 3-1 and Benjamin. Yes, yes. So that's another game that will kind of let us know where St. John Paul is at. So we'll, we'll see. We'll really see. Tonight at 7 p.m. we'll have a uh, – it'll be St. John Paul versus Benjamin. So we're going to see what, what that game produces. It allows us to really understand what we got going on next week. More film for Coach Lee and the boys. So, so I appreciate you guys joining. Hey, Christian, thank you. Thank you for joining the podcast. Thank you for having First me. First time, we'll have Christian on more. I'll be on more, obviously. Connor Birch running the sound. We got Morton Brittenall doing some uh, behind-the-scenes video. Appreciate it, Morgan, who is bowling as our girls' bowling team is undefeated. And uh, one last thing, when it comes to halftime of the homecoming game on Friday, we got our Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So we're going to have three of our Hall of Famers. I'm not going to really spoil it yet, but there's going to be a dinner before. The halftime is going to have all three of them recognized. And also our 2010 uh, state championship cheerleading squad is going to be there and be recognized as well, along with the game and the band performing and cheerleading performing with the 2010s can perform with our current cheerleaders. The halftime is going to be ridiculous, Christian. It sounds like it's going to be an event and a half. It's going to be an event, and there's going to be people all over the place. So come to homecoming, 7 p.m., Kaylert Stadium, October 1st. This has been the TFKA Athletics Podcast. Christian, thank you. Connor, thank you. Uh, we'll be back next week. Follow along. God Goodbye. Go Lions. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. But I don't want to be a kid. I want to be a rabbit. Where I can live this rabbit lifestyle that I was born into. And not get judged based on the cereal that I eat. How is it fair that humans can wake up in the morning and pour them a bowl of tricks? But rabbits wake up and have to eat celery, carrots, and lettuce. I wonder if a rabbit wants trick cereal. Wants that sugary, crunchy substance that is tricks, but can't have it. You ever thought of that?